Welcome Starseeds, my name is Gemma Petherbridge and this is The Soul Student, a podcast for the spiritually inclined and curious. Each week I'll present to you new techniques and teachings, some as old as the mystery schools themselves. We will meet and learn from people who are clearly on their soul path, with the aim of helping you reach your own unique soul purpose. So let's begin. Hello, welcome back. So we are still on the topics of intuition. We are getting there with them though. As you know, we've done quite a few. I hope you're enjoying it. It is one of my favorite topics and that's because accessing your intuition offers you so much useful information and guidance to use in our everyday. I do strongly believe anyone who's down, feeling depressed, upset, this is a way of you feeling less lonely, more comforted and guided, you know, really loved and supported. Um, Places I've been in the past emotionally, it's got me out of them. And it's a source of information and inspiration that is so much more vast and interesting than our own brains can comprehend. So yes, we, we have fab ideas ourselves, but if we put those ideas through our intuition, so ask our intuition a little that its opinion on that idea, it will improve it, increase it, make it so much better and help us see things in a way about that idea that we just, you know, the normal every day, we may not even have the time to comprehend. So trying to connect your intuition as much as possible can basically one day hopefully um, resolve, result in you guys all having a pay rise when you come to work with these most amazing ideas. Why not? It's possible. Or setting up a business that is a six-figure, seven-figure-plus business. It's definitely on the cards for those who want to live this kind of lifestyle. So today's topic about the intuition is what questions to ask. That's probably doesn't sound a big topic. It's bigger than I think people realise. The main thing I find, uh, myself included, when I first got into intuition is I'd ask a question, get an answer and be like, bosh, can't ask anything else. I think that's because like, say if you see people doing tarot reading, which to a point is working with your intuition or using physical things to help you connect for guidance, it's all kind of the same thing. We will ask the cards a question and what the cards say is what we interpret. We don't really often then progress, go, okay, cards, thank you, but how do I do this? And and pull the cards again and see what they say. But that's the key. And it's something I phrase as secondary questions. And it's how we create a real dialogue with our intuition, where we start to use it like we would say our best friend, uh, parental figure, a, a coach, mentor, who we can banter ideas back and forth with it's definitely something to you know work with and progress now the to talk about the questions that I think are the most common and the most useful to start with is if you woke up every day and you asked your intuition and I say every day it could be every week every month can I have guidance for the day week month ahead is a brilliant simplistic question now that's because when we ask questions that are 
like there's a trigger to them, it's super stressful. In my classes, I always say, the prime example that I would give is intuition, should I get a divorce? Now, just the idea of that, like I am happily married, that that question makes me kind of go, oh, like that's stressful. I just did an ooh and the the little kittens just looked up at me like stressed her out that idea as well. Yeah, that's a huge question, isn't it? With you would be worried what the answer would be one way or the other, because there's so much going on. If you got to the point in the life you're asking a question like that, there's a lot at stake and asking your intuition, asking a friend their point of view, just worried what other people were going to say if they're like, yes, do it. And, you know, you're still resistant. It's still a process that you're still working through. When you ask those questions that are quite a triggering question, you'll probably instantly feel the anxiety come in. For me, that really goes to the tummy, like the acid in the tummy, I feel that present. Others, you may go hot or cold or just like, like I said, I did a breath in and the cat looked at me. So it's that kind of like, oh, big question. They're probably not the best questions. They're not. I know it's the key big things and it's that moment in time we want to speak to our guidance but um, it's big and it's too big. When we're learning to work with our intuition, um, go back. In this episode, I'm going to be asking you a lot to go back to the previous episode where I talk about the brainwave states. The episode is called Why Lots of People Think They Are Not Intuitive. And it's because if someone's stressed, it's harder to connect to their intuition. Okay, so please make sure you listen to that one, maybe even before you listen to this one. But yeah, basically, if When you ask a stressful question, of course your stress levels rise. It's harder to get a good answer. And I mean, if you get an answer at all, basically, it could just be that you go into a high beta brainwave state and it's hard to communicate. Now, when you get used to your intuition, it gets easier. I worked for one event I did for She's Lost Control in central London. They asked me to channel messages for people in a room next to a DJ playing uh, nightclub music and I was just like how am I going to do this I can't hear my head to be able to do that but I did it's absolutely fine but that's because I'm trained in it it's normal I do it all day every day but when you are I mean you know I'd still rather be in zen mode that was quite it was quite funny I felt like I was a young person on a night out um, trying to chat to someone, but also seeing if I could communicate my intuition at the same time. Very interesting experience. Anyway, that's completely off track. What I suggest instead is if you're going to ask those stressful questions, ask your intuition literally this. Intuition, why is the question I'm going to ask so stressful? Okay, you haven't said the words, you haven't said divorce, you haven't asked that question. It knows this this thing is much more high vibe than us. It knows what we what we what's going on in our lives, what we actually want to ask. Our body is full of the energy of the question anyway. And it will give that massively profound answer without you having to say, and already you're kind of being kinder to yourself. And you're going around the houses rather than straight at it, which I know a lot of people, I am someone who'd rather go through it than around it. I am one of those people, just get it done. But with this, if you feel your energies rise and you're learning to connect your intuition, please do not ask these big questions. Ask why it's a hard question to ask. It knows and it will answer and it will answer with guidance about a divorce. 
you know, because it knows what you want to ask. It would be like, well, of course you would worry about the answer to this question. It's a huge question. Yes, a divorce is probably the right thing to do because you are struggling in this situation. Potentially this is not the right person for you and you're not the right person for them. And you will both be happily, happily, happier. Oh, what's wrong with me? Happier, there's the word, separate. Enjoying life separately. And then you could be like, okay, but how do I do this with ease? And again, you're not really asking, you haven't said the word. But you can see, it's gonna it's gonna say, well, it's because this is a stressful question for you, but it's the right way to go, or it's the wrong way to go, and you know it deep down. You know, it's gonna answer the question, you're just not going at it heads on, bringing the emotions up with it. The other thing you can do, which again I speak about in the last episode, is to ask your intuition every day. So intuition, and this is where the um, what I was saying about, I think the best thing you can do is to say intuition can have some guidance. It will know if you're going through something like a divorce, that that's the kind of current guidance you need, so it will support you through it in little tiny increments that work that day rather than that giant big question. So you'll find that you're moving, evolving, progressing. It also means that you're asking in the morning where generally we are a lower brainwave state, we're more chilled than in a very stressful moment, say after a confrontation with that spouse that we're sadly sort of not doing well with at that moment in time. So also the question that you ask, it's very dependent on how your intuition communicates with you. For those who see visuals, get words, it is easier, you are the lucky ones because you're getting more information that you can dialogue with. I do find those who, I mean, I'm saying that I am someone who gets both of those and body sensations as well. And I can do Claire tangent, which is touching and a few other things. I'm not someone who's very good at interpreting my emotions but I think someone who maybe is that they're an emotional like they're a water element kind of person they probably could get an emotion and break it down and get more information from it so this is my interpretation again I am learning I am a soul student with the rest of you so let me know if your experiences are slightly different and I can always do a little update on this episode and be like oh you know feedback says this so we can all learn at the same time but yes, yeah, so by default, I think if we're getting uh, yes, no answers, so the body is re- replying with a strong, like vibrant yes, or a kind of repellent no feeling, which um, I've spoken about in the past. But when you get a yes in the body, it often feels like a bolt of energy or like a real positive step forward. And then if you get a negative, it feels like something you want to shy away from. It's a bit negative and that's when the tummy can feel a little bit nauseated or something like that. Only for that split second, you're not going to feel unwell for the rest of the day. So it's not going to put you off working with your intuition. But yeah, so by that, I think it's a bit slower because we're doing yeses and nos to tap into the body. I say that if you are lucky enough that you can interpret those emotions and give more context, then of course you'll be able to navigate through the questions quicker. But yeah, what you ask will be directly connected to how your intuition works. And please do try all the different Claire options 
because you'll be surprised again. Those people last week, I didn't add this, I should have added this, um, to the topic of those who think they're not intuitive. It could be that you're not aware what part of the body is communicating with you. And again, I've said that in previous episodes as well. Now, the beautiful thing about the intuition and how I'd recommend using it and therefore the questions you ask is considering consider it to be your new BFF, your new best friend, your new mentor, your new coach. Ask it the questions you would ask those people. So when you're having a hard time and you want someone to talk to, there is nothing wrong with that person being your intuition. So imagine the dialogue you'd have with your actual best friend. If they're not available, consider connecting to your intuition. Or maybe something's coming up and you would love some guidance on what to do next. Again, ask your intuition. Famously, in most of my classes, recordings, workshops, everything I do, I talk about how I use my intuition for my job, for managing gp.com or gemmapetherbridge.com and conscience crystals and in fact my intuition really really manages conscience crystals to the extent that and I'm telling a story you guys know so I'm going to tell it super quick but um, when I knew the business I wanted to set up was a specialist crystal expert business teachings and selling crystals I asked my intuition how to do it I asked it for the name, it spelled it out. That happens a lot, especially I think if we can't comprehend the name. If you ask, or like you're, you can verbalise with your intuition, but maybe it wants to do a different language. Maybe that's happened to me before. It's actually spelled out foreign words and I've had to Google translate. That's so cool when that happens. Uh, when I, I asked it what the name of the business should be and it spelled it out. So Conscience Crystals was not my name. It was my intuition's name, my higher self's name. And what's beautiful about that is it's the first time I've then gone and um, checked to see if the domain name was available, to see if it's available with um, Company House, which is the UK registry of businesses, limited businesses. And it was completely available. Where when I've done it with my left brain, I've had to go back and forth for ages trying to find a name that was available. But your higher self knows, it's just beautiful. I asked it what uh, social media to post and most days I will tap in and go, so what are we saying today? What do people want to hear today? And it will tell me. And that's lovely because what it says is more creative, more interesting for me, let alone the readers. It lights me up. I feel like, yes, that's what I want to do. Rather than what I should do, I want to do what it says to me. Now, I'm not someone who advocates a business plan. I think when you set up a business, unless you need heavy financing, get going. Do not, like, have an understanding what you're doing. Get the social media going because that needs to be in there super soon because you need to bring your following up so you've got people to sell to. But a business plan, I mean, I did a business degree, so my, my lecturers would just frown at me for saying this. God, I had to do a lot of business plans back then uh, we would have this kind of apprentice style this is a concept come back in three hours with a plan and an idea and you're going to present it I used to love it I was like I so want to be on the apprentice at that point in my life but get going just start learning learn as you go create the business plan when the business is six months to a year old and you know what people want but 
definitely who knows more than you is your intuition what people want so as you set up a new business consider tapping in daily weekly monthly and just seeing what it says what input it gives I'll ask it now what workshops I should do Uh, what podcast episodes this is why it's so (laughs) is it ironic that my intuition is saying we need to do intuition workshops but I think it's because it's so liberating for people yes I'm a coach yes I'm a mentor I love teaching workshops and people one-to-one but I feel my I've done my job well if I can empower that person to not need me again over a period of it being three sessions six sessions 12 sessions a year whatever it is if they are empowered enough to communicate to their intuition that they do not need a coach they can communicate with their best coach which is their higher self their guides their angels whatever it is that they're drawn to that's a job well done in my point of view after all nobody knows you as much as you know yourself other than your higher self so yes um, when I first got into coaching in my mid-20s I think I was left braining it a lot and people were fine with that but the more I've the more I've worked the more I realize I know a lot about my industries I love my industries I love um, self-development industries I help people start businesses in I love healing work, holistic work, all of that. But that person knows themselves better than anybody else and it's just helping them bring that out, show them how they can do it for themselves. So yeah, the questions you ask, it's not a big deal what the questions are. Like I said, if it's a triggering question, try and avoid the triggering questions. Um, But always, once you get an answer be free. This is me giving you permission to ask secondary questions. If it tells, I mean, my intuition did, it It told me what the business name should be. And I asked why, why that name? Because it felt a bit weird, Conscience Crystals. I think I thought it wanted Conscious Crystals and it spelt it wrong. It's like, no, no, Conscience with a science in there. And when I asked why, why that name, it said, because you're someone who's benefiting from understanding the science of the holistic world and it's giving you the confidence to speak out about it. Therefore, we're putting it in the title of your business name because it's that energy is therefore in the name and you'll feel more confident. So that's where it is. It made, and I said that, I was like, okay, that's cool. Another thing that happened to me is my intuition told me to study to be a yoga teacher. Now, I am someone who would love to be athletic, admires people that go out every day and runs for miles. In my, when I was at uni, I had a boyfriend who ran five to 10 miles every day. And I was just like, oh no, how do I keep up with that? Lovely guy, lovely, lovely guy. Um, But yeah, it's just like, I can't do that. I've never been able to do that. So when it suggested I study in um, yoga, I was like, really? I am not the person to study yoga. But it explained, no, it's not necessarily, I mean, I learned a lot, it's good for my body. Um, I now do teach it sometimes, I don't do it a lot, um, but I can teach yoga. They were like, no, you need to study to be a teacher, that's what's going on here. So you feel you've got the confidence to teach and you actually have a qualification that says you're a teacher. You won't need it for long, you'll soon fit into that body and be happy to be the archetype of a teacher but this is getting you there. I was like, okay, that's cool. That makes perfect sense. And it was the step I needed to become a teacher because boy, was I super shy. I couldn't have done, I've said it before, 
Couldn't have done a podcast, guys, a few years ago. My throat chakra wouldn't have let me. It was too close, too quiet, too shy. Wasn't having any of that. So yeah, questions don't matter. Like I said, I'd recommend asking for guidance and seeing what comes up. Staying away from trigger questions and always asking secondary questions. That's where the juicy stuff is. And just going in, like, if it says to you, or if you're asking your intuition, what social media should I do for my new business? And it says YouTube. And you're like, oh, that means I'm in front of the camera. And they're like, yes, you can do it. Or it may even say, yeah, no, you don't need to be on camera to start with. We're suggesting slides, start easy, but you'll be very good on YouTube. And also you can use the YouTubes on Instagram, TikTok, blah, blah, blah. So we're suggesting this one because you can recycle it with the others. You'll be amazed what comes out. And if if that's information for you, you'll get that buzz of, yes, I get it. That makes sense to me. And off I go. And you, the motivation that comes with that as well. So the other thing to consider is what if you don't get an answer to your question? This is super common. Pretty much every day, I'd say one of my questions don't get answered. And I think it's just human nature that this happens because we often will start getting the ball rolling. We're asking a few questions. We probably ask too many questions and we start to look too far in the future or too far back. Intuition is very much about living in the now and just knowing what you need to know right now to be your best self. So if you start to want to be like, um, who should I date? Where should, you know, blah, blah, blah. How do I find this person? Where should I go? And then you ask, are we going to get married? Intuition is like, whoa, one step at a time. Come on. And what will happen is you may get the word trust. That's so common. Or your own version of the word trust, but a word that repeats, which means like, I'm not answering that right now. You may get silence, like a tumbleweed. I get that as well, where I've been dialoguing and then suddenly nothing, which feels a bit weird. Like, hey, intuition, where have you gone? And then I think, oh, it's probably the question I asked isn't the right question. And it just goes quiet. You could, if you wanted to, try asking a different question. Maybe that wasn't the right question for your intuition to give you an answer. You could just check in and see if a different question works. That's That probably works 20% of the time. It's not normally the problem. It's normally that you've asked too much too soon and it's not ready to give the information. You can ask when you can ask that question if you're allowed to in the future. And again, sometimes it will give you a suggestion that you could ask. Timeframes are a bit weird though saying that. It's more like you could say, can I ask you that in the future? And it would give you a positive yes or no time frames are a funny one so if you're like is my partner going to propose to me in the next six months don't forget we are talking to something that's lived many lifetimes believes that time does not exist and um can be in very in different domain i mean it's super woo woo different dimensions we're talking about something basically that we cannot comprehend so it's not going to know a month, week or year. It doesn't really care, to be fair. It's bigger picture stuff than that. And it knows that your soul is bigger picture. So stay away from time frames, guys. I'm sorry. It's frustrating, I know. And actually, it may say a while. Its answer may be a while. But that while may be three lifetimes away. So don't ask. Because it's not going to be a useful answer if you ask for time frames. And then the other thing to do is if you have asked a question and you haven't had a response, relax, calm, 
and try and ask again. It could be that you've just come slightly out of the right brainwave state for you to get the answers. This is really common if someone is asking questions and then journaling the answers, that's normal. Because you are also using the left brain to, to journal, you start to raise out of that real super chilled state. So just give yourself a minute, catch your breath, go back into that state and try again and you'll probably find that you can. And the final thing to say is when to ask these questions. And now I talk about this a lot in the last episode, so I'm not going to say too much now. But my recommendation, I firstly go back and listen to that episode because it will help you with this topic, this particular issue. Every day is good because then you are on a day that's going to have some stresses in your life. You have sought guidance in the morning. So if those stresses come up, the guidance would have already been there to navigate it, navigate through it. Okay, it may seem cryptic when you get that message, but when the stress comes in, you'll understand perfectly, oh, it's for this, it's explaining how I navigate it. Also, I find if you've got a bit of guidance already and you're getting into a stressful situation, it's probably easier to go sit in a toilet cubicle. You can imagine I'm doing this a lot. I'm sat in a lot of toilet cubicles connecting to my intuition, guys. Connect again get some guidance because you've already started that dialogue even when you're stressed you may get some more information that you're really probably not going to get if you haven't done it every day so that little bit of info every day kind of opens the tap for you to connect again if you need to through the day but like I said in the last episode not easy for everybody we're all busy try and make it part of your day on your commute um like I said last episode I do it when I get to my office desk sit down and do it there first thing I do before I even look at my emails tap in get some information and it would be intuition what social media should we do today what podcasts am I going to put up next things like that but yeah if that's not possible um, a reminder of what I said last time was to consider maybe it's you do it every Monday morning so the regularity is it's always on a Monday morning or it's always the first of the month Or interestingly, and this works for lots of people and they love it, it's on the day of a new moon and a full moon where the veils of, um, the veils are thinner, connecting us between this world and the next world. And therefore it's easier to connect to our intuition. So that's a fun option as well. That means that every month you can guarantee there are two times of the month where it's going to be easier for you to connect energetically anyway. And they're in the diary and you know what you're doing. Okay, so yes, anyone who wants to DM me at Gemma Petherbridge on Instagram to talk about the questions they're asking or any problems they've got with their intuition, always feel you can. Please send me a DM or a voice note. I'm a voice note girl, so voice notes are absolutely fine. And I can give you some feedback on how to get get working with your intuition or perfect what you're doing with your intuition. Of course, I'm always there. But yeah, guys, that's it for today. Hopefully that's helped you understand the kind of questions you can ask. The answer is you can ask anything. It's just being aware of what's going on with your energies at the same time to make the most of those questions. Brill. All right, until next time, have a lovely week and I will speak to you all soon. Bye, guys. Bye.